This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Executive Editor at HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, welcoming you to Editor's Choice for January 2011. In the news this month, the hospital that treated Representative Gabriel Giffords and other victims of the January 8th shooting incident in Tucson, Arizona, fired three staff members for inappropriately accessing confidential medical records. A contracted nurse also was terminated by the nurse's employer for the privacy violation. The announcement of the action was posted prominently on a section of the medical center's website that was devoted to coverage of treatment of Giffords and other shooting victims. We are not aware of any confidential patient information being released publicly, University Medical Center said in its statement. The families of all patients whose information was accessed have been notified. Any potential breaches of patient privacy by UMC staff will be investigated and appropriately addressed. The statement also noted, UMC uses sophisticated technology to help prevent and detect inappropriate access to patient information. In this month's featured blog, I note that when the High Tech Act was enacted as part of the economic stimulus package early in 2009, much was made of its provisions calling for tougher enforcement of the HIPAA privacy and security rules, along with tougher penalties. But at the dawn of 2011, we're still waiting for ramped up enforcement to begin. To be sure, the online posting of major health information breaches by the Health and Human Services Office for Civil Rights has had a big impact. But in the past year, only a few HIPAA enforcement actions gained headlines. Meanwhile, two high-tech mandated enforcement programs have yet to get out of the starting blocks. High-tech mandated that the HHS Office for Civil Rights create a HIPAA compliance audit program, but the office is still working out the details. In addition, high-tech gave state attorneys general the power to file federal civil suits for HIPAA violations. But there's been no rush of activity among the states. Attorney Kathy Rowe wonders whether enforcement efforts will intensify anytime soon. I have real questions as to how significant an increase there will be in enforcement activities when I consider the economics required for enforcement, she says, pointing to budgetary woes at the federal and state level. I'll be back after a short break with the rest of our Editor's Choice for January. Are you responsible for your institution's regulatory compliance program? Do electronic medical records, patient privacy, or data breaches keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the HealthCareInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit HealthCareInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. Welcome back. In this month's featured interview, Joyce Sensmeyer, Vice President for Informatics at the Healthcare Information and Management System Society, says that a recently released Presidential Council report, while raising important issues, oversimplifies the challenges involved in securely exchanging health information. The report from the President's Council of Advisors on Science and Technology endorses the creation of a universal exchange language based on XML to help make electronic health records interoperable while protecting privacy. Here's a clip from that interview. I think my challenge with the primary recommendation that they make is it simplifies things greatly to a point that it it almost makes it sound that this XML approach will be the magic bullet. And I think that 
does a disservice to those that have been working in this space for a long time. If it was that simple, we would have solved this problem a long time ago. Be sure to check out healthcareinfosecurity.com for all the latest news, interviews, blogs, and more. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so very much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.